Hey everybody, welcome to Tuck Talk, where we bring the truth back to our urban culture. I'm your host, Kenny Santos, going by IG tag Gato Noir Magic. My pronouns are ya boy and Ken Ken, and here are my hosts <laughs> who I, I will let introduce themselves. <laughs> Starting with you, Donnie. <laughs> you guys already know who I am. If you uh, listen to Out of Bounds, I'm one of the co-hosts there, and yeah, that's all. Yeah, let's pretend that they do. Sean? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's up? I'm Sean. If you listen to Gaming Chair, I'm also one of the co-hosts over there. <laughs> Let's pretend like they do as well. Another, another podcast <laughs> they don't listen to. And, of course, we have the first ever guest star, Naja Ali, a close associate of Donnie. And I'll just let her introduce herself since no one is more, you know, worthy of the job. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm Naja. I'm most times I go by Najali. I knocked off my last name, <laughs> but um, I'm just a friendly face, and I just like to build general, genuine connections, and you know, have that discussions of great topics and see where things go from there. But yeah, sounds like a me. great Tinder profile already. I'm correct. So, <laughs> so guys. Before we get into anything, like as is Tuck tradition, we'll start with the mental health check-in that will appear shortly down in the bottom. And first, the choices, as always, are one, I want to die, two, my life is pointless, three, nothing matters, four, my life sucks now, five, whatever, six, I'm content, seven, I'm grateful, eight, I'm in a good place, nine, I'm excited about life, and ten, couldn't be better. And since Naja is our guest, you'll go first. Okay. Um, Be truthful. Oh, I'm being truthful. I'm seven. Absolutely. I'm, I'm seven. I'm very grateful, like, because life can go this or that way right now. So um, I'm very grateful where I'm at. I, like, really thought about everything of where I'm at right now and, you know, being a child of divorced parents and trying to adult in this life, in this society, in this world right now so i'm very very grateful if you asked me asked me last year probably one to be real but um Damn. right now i'm very grateful yes shit she improved seven times over how'd you do it <laughs> what's your secret patience crying um <laughs> uh, <laughs> reflecting reflect a lot of reflecting um, alone time, a lot of alone time, <laughs> and goals, writing down my goals, and actually like reaching for them. Um, the my family, <laughs> uh, the few that you know that I can talk to about like personal stuff. So. Nice, keeping it vague so that we don't know the secrets and can't improve our own lives. <laughs> Thanks, Naja. Okay, <laughs> John, you're next. I'm gonna say I'm sitting at a still sitting at like a eight, eight point five. Um, everything has been kind of calm lately. I just actually came back from hanging out with my friends like last night. It was a game night. There was some awkwardness, but not for me. So, you know. Okay, calm out. <laughs> Anyone specifically we're calling out or? Not not so much calling yeah, anybody out. It's just, it's just <laughs> not. <laughs> it's just like, you know, just, you know, when you put a lot of people in the room together, and not everybody meshes well. You get like a little bit of the back and forth a little bit. So you got some slick comments here, weird energies from like a different group of friends. It was just like, you know, that, but I had fun. So. What the fuck? you uh, had fun. 
Yeah, that was that was very vague as well. <laughs> right, like come on. Okay, I guess like, maybe the theme should be vagueness, and we can forget about the attraction <laughs> thing. Because what the fuck are you talking about, Sean? <laughs> I mean, okay, so basically it was just like you know, like without getting in too much, it's just like like I said, there's a clash of energy. So you got like one friend who talks a lot more than everybody else, and I mean like interruptively. So like you know, while oh, we're trying shit. to get through the games, a lot of like there's a lot of questioning everybody's answers or getting really like lit and then kind of like interjecting in their and everybody else's answers when there's really no need for it there's the slick comments back and forth between like other friend groups because like let's say the one friend group is related to another friend and the other friend is like related to our friend group and she's just like yeah you know they don't want to play and all the stuff like that, even though they didn't really say anything. So it's just like a lot of shade throwing. Yeah, it's a lot of people not being honest. Yeah. So like it, it was just like, like me. Like, yeah. So it's legit me the whole night kind of sitting there watching like the different things going on and being like. You're an observer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but I have fun regardless. Yeah, man. I can definitely empathize with the first part because it sounds like you're describing an attention whore, and that's exactly why I went into podcasting. So yeah, in any case, Donnie, you're next. Uh, this this may shock a lot of people, but uh, I'm ten. Holy shit! Couldn't be better. God damn. Um, and I'll tell you why, because you know me, I'm an open book. Yes, yes, uh, I read his books to- too. <laughs> I went to this sex party last night, and. Um, Things got a lot me, like, interesting and just like. Well, what's it, interesting it great, about so. this sex party? Hold up. But like, <laughs> you've told us about many sex parties, but yeah, this so was interesting. What happened? There was a lot of, there was like a lot of like candle play, like a lot of SM and Ow. stuff that um, I normally don't really get into. I dabble in it a cup a lot. But it's like not really my forte, so I tried out a lot of new things and stuff like that. And for me, it gave me great ideas to like write poems for my upcoming book and stuff like that. So I, I had a hell of a great time. And Ben's just gonna write a fucking sonnet from the bottom of someone's boot. <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I don't know how much more detail, uh, I, you know, usually I ask, I don't know how much, how comfortable you are with going into more detail, but I know you're exactly comfortable with getting into detail, but we don't want to get canceled by YouTube, but feel right. free to sprinkle some <laughs> truths throughout. But yeah, um, I will, I will. yeah if we draw or, or in the chat, or ju- I'll just read your book, who gives? Um, in any case, I would say I'm at a 5.5. Uh, you know, things are pretty good. Um, I'd say career-wise, I'm pretty focused. Uh, thank you for doing another degree, because I, I guess I hate myself secretly. But um, yeah, uh, so a lot of new pursuits. Uh, but, you know, life is still fairly stagnant. As, you know, I've, uh, I'm back in bachelorhood, and it's like, oh, who's Kenny now? But uh, but right now Kenny is a podcast host, so we'll go right into our fucking yeah. thing. I, I've seen your your Instagram stories uh, last night and yeah. or earlier this morning, and I'm just like, are you that, good? That was that, that was drunk Kenny. Okay, drunk Kenny and sober <laughs> Kenny are two different. I can't I can't speak for his actions. Okay, I, I can't speak for his actions, nor will I pay any attention to the outstanding warrants. In any case. 
I will start with our theme uh, attraction, and I wanted to preface this, but particularly because uh, normal people get their best thoughts at in the shower. I get my best thoughts in the gym, and I was just like doing some bicep reps, and it, like just hit me all of a sudden that like modern, at least physical attraction, is based off of fat percentage. And the reason for this was that I was like, reading a girl's post on Instagram. She's like, "What? Why do men love big tits? It's all just a bunch of white fat in there. There's nothing but gross uh, fat." why do we why do we love this it's like you know fat plays a very big role in traction because it all depends on how much you have and where it's distributed like um you google the modern perception of beauty it's a woman right as of now with like thick hips thick uh, thighs big butt uh slightly big breasts but like her face looks like you sucked all the fat out of it like her waist has no fat so it's like distributed in areas it's still present but the percentages in some areas are less. And I'm like, huh, and that works for men too, right? Except for men, it's more like, yeah, most of it is gone. And I guess women like guys with big butts. So me and Donny are staying winning. Uh, but in case, next question, let's start with our first question. What are you physically attracted to? Sean, you can go first. Okay. Be as vulgar as you like. You know, don't let me, Please. don't let me put barriers on you. No one will judge you. Okay. So I'm gonna judge you a little. I'm not gonna lie. He's probably gonna be like big feet, and then I'll be like, God damn, right, get so, off this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as I would usually, well, as I said last time, in the spirit of transparency, and I realized that I guess I wasn't part of the one of the podcasts that had happened prior to this. I will announce, I'm by. So. There's that. <laughs> so get over yourself. Uh, I'm getting. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so now that being said, and that <laughs> out of the way, physical. Let's see, physical attraction. I'm attracted to. I'll say on women, I'm more attracted to the usual. I'd say on part the usual, like you know the kind of the slim thick kind of, <laughs> you know vibe going on but i'd say more i, I don't understand that what's what's something okay so it's like thank you donnie i'd say okay so i would say slim thick is like how would i really describe it sounds like what i just finished Always. describing like a, like a kardashian or something like that yes ish like like you know like someone who's not too like they're not too big but like i guess in the right places like you know there's more okay. Right, their fat is not... distributed in the right places. Oh my god, I'm a genius. <laughs> like, so, like, it would be like that. I would also say I'm more attracted to like slimmer women simply because I I dance, so I'm usually attracted to like kind of the dancer physique that like you mm. see a lot. Mm. Um, and then I'd say on the guy side of thing, I'm more attracted to the I guess more fit since mm. I started working out and everything. That's usually like what I'm attracted to as well. Hmm. Let's get well, let's get a little deeper because you know Donnie has brought this up a lot, uh, particularly with his pornographic habits. Um, does race, race or ethnicity ever play an important part in your attraction to someone else? Do you have preferences? Are you attracted to one thing more than another? What's uh, what's going on there, bud? Okay, so let's see. Um, I'd say okay. So one other thing that I realized. It wouldn't to me technically the physicality wouldn't matter if i find like your face attractive that's like my one shallow point it's just like if you have like a face that i'm attracted to then i can overlook any other 
part of you. You could be bigger, you could be smaller. As long as I'm attracted to like your face, since it's usually what I'm going to be looking at most of the time. <laughs> so, so, so the first part of your rant can be thrown out the window if the it can. Yes, the... those can be thrown out the window if I'm at least well, like, attracted to your face. Guys and girls, you still got I, I a shot. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's shallow. I feel like it. I feel like anybody who says that the face isn't like one of the most important things when being attracted to somebody, it's like absolutely lying. I mean, yeah. Like you, I like girls with faces twenty four seven. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they're being shallow. I think it, people are just not being honest when they say that. Um, oh, I don't care about the face. Just the fuck you do. Like that's yeah. like one of the main reasons why you're dating that person. Yeah, man. It's like I like girls with faces because if they have a face, they have a head, and if they don't have a head, they're probably dead. And if they're dead, I'm a necrophiliac. You know what I mean? Right. I feel you. There's nothing wrong with that either. Right, right. but uh, Sean, I guess so. I'm not tr- not trying to like uh, keep digging in on this just to be controversial for the sake of controversy, but like, yeah, you can the, keep do, going. Do, 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 <laughs> do racial preferences ever actual or ethnic preferences ever come up? Because I feel like this is a hot topic on social media where people are like, I'm not racist, so I just have preferences. So, okay, if I'm being honest, I'm more likely to talk to someone who is either black or like Spanish before I go into like any other like race hmm. those, those two would probably be the top that i would usually go more towards not for any That's like complete racist thing. reasons like i don't i wouldn't date a white person i date a white person it's just those are the usual two that i would go to first simply because i feel like i'd be more connected to them you heard it here first folks black girl supremacy okay all right Wait, you said you don't want to date something. a black girl yeah <laughs> Okay, uh, this is a good topic here. I got go ahead, Donovan. I got something to say. Because <laughs> no, I I just know our editor Liddell. If I was to say my preference, but he's going to destroy like, you oh, in the I'm comments. Just watching, <laughs> watching him. Watch yeah, because <laughs> you said because you said that. Oh, I would prefer to date black girls and Spanish girls. But if I say I prefer to date. Caucasian women, then it's like, well, why, like, why do you prefer yeah. to date Caucasian women? So I, I, I'm going to need you to explain, Sean, why you prefer Black women and Spanish women, and don't say it's a New York thing. So I'd say I prefer them more simply because I feel like they're usually they're closer in relation to whatever, like you know, happens in like your own life, you know. They want to be, you wouldn't necessarily be able to talk to, you can talk to like a white person more about like, you know, let's say racial biases and all the stuff like that. But I feel like energetically, either black or Spanish are probably closer related to each other where we can kind of, we share some of the same struggles, the same discriminations. And I don't know, just in general, I guess I'm more attracted to them than I am. It's It sounds, it's going to sound really bad, but like, Sometimes when I look at certain like certain white people, there's this kind of giant generic energy that I get. Like it's almost like hard to not like hard to distinguish, but it's like I'll kind of look and be like, "Damn, what about you?" Is different than like let's say these other girls that I see. Yeah. Like so, something has to kind of catch my eye 
I would say uh, when it comes to like more of the white people. <laughs> Sean really said white girls are the Kirkland brand of women. <laughs> I don't mean to like I don't mean he to goes to Costco. Like... <laughs> he goes to Costco, buys them in bulk, and is like, no, these are these these are on brand. It's right. like I don't mean to sound prejudiced. It's just like legit, like I'll look and be like kind of like a all right, there's a distinguishing feature that maybe catches my attention on this person. But if I'm looking at like the group as a whole, it's just kind of like a and then I'll mm. see like the one person I'm just like, oh, okay. But otherwise it's just Sean be like you are a credit to your people. <laughs> Donnie, I know I know uh I know everyone's looking forward to hearing what your qualifications are, but before we get into the juicier no. ethnic <laughs> yeah. stuff, give us the physical the physicality, the generic give us the generic before you give us the meaty stuff. It, this is going to sound so boring and so corny, but I I really don't care what the physical appearance looks like from below the neck. Um, I'm not I'm not interested in like the body aspect of anything. She can have big boobs or. She can have like a small ass or whatever. Like it, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, as for the male side of things, it, it's just a sexual attraction. That's all it is. I, I don't find men attractive. Um, Ouch. It, it's I I know I know the way it sounds. It's. I'm trying, Don. Yes, I got a yeah, new haircut yes, and everything. Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am like bi, um, but on the male side of things, it's purely just a release, and I leave. That's all it is. It's a quick one night stand. Um, yeah, so okay. that's why I like focus on the, the one. Okay. Side. So what you're saying is males are the male gender is like the equivalent equivalent of a used napkin. Got it. Yes, one hundred percent. That's what it is. It's, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, it's <laughs> Donnie is it's a monster. A, it's such a shitty way. Like, if I know I'm having like a a, a bad like chance with like talking to women, <laughs> like meeting up and stuff like that, I'll switch over to Grinder and instantly it's like, oh, where do we meet up? Like my place or your place, and we do the D, and then I dip out, and that's all it is. Wait, what if it's in your place? Do you like kick him out? No, I I will never. When I mean my place, I say a hotel room. I will never have anybody, girl or boy, and bring them to my house. Um, I had a girl in high school um, that I brought to my house, and she was toxic, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I think it's a personal thing, and uh, it's like a wall of insecurity so i never bring people back to my house i always go to their house or fuck it i'll like i will literally buy a 500 dollars hotel room for the night then bring people back damn who's worth a 500 dollars hotel well, shit. it's it's worth it to not bring 500. people back to my house oh <laughs> wow Jesus. i wouldn't even know how to feel like i want to wow are you buying me a 500 dollars hotel on the other hand it's just to keep you right. away from damn that is you're sending mixed signals 
<laughs> exactly. So back to like my attraction. Um, I'm more attracted to like. The <laughs> I'm more attracted to the the mind and creativity. I I put uh, art and culture above everything. Whoa, else. whoa, Donnie, we'll get into that. That's the next section. We're, oh, so we're just talking about yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we're physical. Don't jump in. Oh, I mean, she has to have it's, nice hair. Spoilers. That's it. Yeah. Okay, so face, nice hair, that's it? Yeah. Huh. 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 That's what I'm saying. I, I was I, expecting I, you to I say, I, sounds... I was expecting you to say, I only died white, uh, date white girls. I was expecting that, but you didn't. And I'm proud oh, of you. Oh, you didn't ask the race question. I don't uh, it was implied. Date... <laughs> it was implied. I don't want to keep repeating I don't only, it. Like, people get this sense that I only date white girls. I've had black girls, and Naja can attest to this. I've had and dated black girls in high school. I dated two. Um, so so for I, the audience, these guys no, have known each other for quite a while. And, yeah, yeah, he's always yeah, been attracted like, to white girls. As far as I know, you definitely always Oh, shit, spill the tea. This is why we have her. Yeah, it's... Exposes <laughs> lies. Just to say I wasn't nervous coming into this podcast, knowing that I have one of my high school friends on here is like, I would what? be biased. So what would you do? This I was questioning. Like I was like, is this his ex or is this his girl? Uh, is this his friend? No. Cle clearly, it's your exposer. No. no like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girl that I dated in high school was a toxic black female, and that's not to say all toxic, uh, all black females. <laughs> that's not to she say all toxic to women be, are black. She just happened to be the worst one. Um. But yeah, I I do date like outside my race. I've dated Puerto Ricans, I've dated Asians, like I just prefer my preference is white females. That's all. The first step is admitting it. <laughs> it's it's not a problem. <laughs> I never said it was. I never said it was. This is an Alcoholics Anonymous. Don't worry. But, um, right, um, but Sean wasn't getting as much heat as me. <laughs> he, he, oh, but because he dates black girls or he dates within his culture. Yes. It's, yes. It's suddenly cool. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, I like to. I like to get. What he said was about relatability. I I really don't want to, I don't like that. I like to challenge myself with different perspectives and cultures and experience. So I guess that's why I normally tend to date outside my race or my culture. Okay. So yeah. Great, dude. Great. You monster. Um, no. <laughs> you guys going to see me like somewhere in a bag at a oh and before we move on to nausea uh, just for because uh, i know a lot of our fans or like just a lot of people in general are real anal about this kind of stuff uh no, no kink intended uh so so when these guys are saying different race like puerto rican or spanish they don't they're not referring to spaniards they're not saying that puerto ricans are a race they just mean latinos yeah. right uh, yeah. i know a lot of people and not latinx we don't use that word uh yes nausea your turn <laughs> All right. So, who am I attracted to? That's right. Someone asked me that um, not that long ago. What am I attracted to? I start going into characteristics, like mindset. They're like, whoa, 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 no. Yeah. Like, what 
physically yep, physical. attracted to. I ain't physical. trying to get I'm this like, one. <laughs> um, everybody that I dated looked different or like dealt with looked different. So I never really knew, know what I'm trying to do. I'm like, as long as you're clean, like your exterior is clean and I don't know, it, you can have a, any type of face. Like, um, I would say, I guess, I don't want to be shallow, but I would say I don't, I'm not really like have a fetish for guys who are like bigger. Because I think because I'm small, like I'm petite, so I'm not really attracted to guys who are much bigger um, weight-wise. Oh, okay. But I don't have nothing against it. Like, it's okay. You can be you can be big, you look good, but it's just, I don't think I can handle all that. <laughs> so, 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 like, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> were trying to, <laughs> if Dwayne The Rock Johnson were trying to shoot his shot, you would be like, no, you, no. Oh, your, no. Your, body, no, your body's no. not good enough. <laughs> no, he's what about Rick Ross? Like, okay, so, okay. <laughs> Donnie, expose her now. What did she lie about? <laughs> Yeah, like okay, so if we're giving okay, Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson, he's very muscular, and he's too muscular though. But um, I would prefer that over um Rick Ross because is it because he's like well built and like he's like big, but it's he can like, pick me up. Like muscular. I'm thinking, like can you pick me up and stuff like that, and um. Can I like lay on your sugar? a comfortable lay? Like, is it bone? Can I live on your shoulder? <laughs> can Rick Ross not do that? Wait, did she say, can I live on your shoulder? What's going on there? Can, can I, I lay, can on, I your lay on your oh, shoulder? Okay. I just thought like you're like a parrot that just hangs out there. No, is it plumped enough for me to lay on your shoulder if we're watching a movie or something like that? Are you, can I cuddle up with you? So I guess I look, I look at that. When I'm looking at the physical, I'm trying to figure out, can I cuddle up with you? Do you look strong enough to pick me up and, like, you know, put me in different, you know, positions? All mm-hmm. that good stuff. So <laughs> she wants a Fabio type guy. Gotcha. <laughs> no, okay. I don't want, you don't have to be super muscular, but you do have to have some meat on your bones. And not to say I haven't dealt with somebody who didn't have meat on their bones. It's just um, they had, like, something somewhere else. So it just, like, it was fine. So what Naja's trying to say, guys, is that she's on both spectrums of the body shaming. So no, if you're too fluffy, you're out there. If you're too skinny, you're disgusting and anorexic. I'm kidding. Right. But, <laughs> I be wanting to feed you if you're like. She's Goldilocks. So she, she, this one's just right. Yeah. But uh, that is okay. That that. Donnie, do you want to call shit out on anything she just said based on your experiences with her? No, I, I think that was... Fact check? Well, yeah, high school, that was her... Right? Purpose. I look like, beyond. It, it, yeah. Well, you can look beyond in the next section, okay? Where we were, I, we are, I was this is two-dimensional. Like <laughs> right. And, of course, since Donnie wants me to just say it so loud, does ethnicity or race play in your physical attraction towards someone? No, I mean, I, I discussed this. I'm I, just asking your friends. I'm not asking you. We're oh, done please. with you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Naja, would you like to answer? 
What was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. She zoned out. Um, so basically, do race or ethnicity play a role in your physical attraction to someone? Because some it people really just won't admit it. it and you doesn't... know what? Someone admitted that to me. Someone literally said to me that they don't like black girls, but it's not that they don't like, I guess, can't do sexual things with them, but they don't like black girls. Never got the reason for it. I don't really understand that. When guys say they don't like black girls, I get the preference, but not liking them is like, it deserves an explanation. Mm. It's like, you know, share the care. But um, for me, you could be any race. Like, I don't even look at that at all. Um, I want to know about your culture. I want to know about new things. Like, I want to try new food. It's all about the food for me. Like, so if you're from a different culture, it's a bonus because I can, you know, get to see where you grew up, see your upbringing, see your values and morals and traditions. I think it's beautiful. I think, like, different experiences, different cultures is beautiful. I love couples that are interracial couples because you can just bring just something new to the table and get to know like different at like perspectives of life because being black you just have this one perspective <laughs> and if you and it's okay to have that black that black and black love like you know that you know black love is beautiful but it's just having that different perspectives on life and culture and what can be and what, you know, what you can grow from. You don't gotta be subjected to what, what you know, people have done to black people for so long. You don't have to be subjected to that. There's different ways to live and other cultures can open your eyes to that. So I think it's beautiful. So any race for me. <laughs> Donnie, what did she lie about? She she didn't lie about nothing. But good. um good, good, good. I, I do want to get everybody's perspective on if you had to like get settled and married, like would you get settled down with somebody outside your race? Most definitely. Probably. Absolutely. I intend to. Not just the only one that didn't answer. She's debating that, so it's <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends on how I really think is how they treat you. Because a lot of black men think you have to deal with their BS and their trauma. And a lot of that comes from our culture, sadly. And so I know a lot of women are hesitant and want to just stay outside their race because it's just, you want to be with someone who wants to grow. And if we keep blaming our past and keep blaming our upbringing stuff for why we are what we are today, it's going to make dating hard. So it's like, I'm just like, I would love to be with a black man, but with black man around me right now is going to be on that same wavelength of growing through trauma, growing mm. through what happened. So nice. if you ask me today or tomorrow, if I meet somebody outside my race, definitely doing that. Yeah. Dope, Without dope. thinking and, about it. Dope. And if Donnie, if you ask another question while I'm host of this podcast, I will set your <laughs> afro on fire so quick. <laughs> <laughs> just had to just had to alpha for real quick. I'm kidding. I, but, I will say that 
there's a lot of gatekeeping in the black community. And I'm glad not to touch on that because I think that's one of the reasons growing up that I started to date outside my race. To be a rebel. I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was more of like a defiant thing. And it's like I didn't fit in with the black community and like getting out of like high school and moving to the suburbs, I experienced a lot of different cultures and experiences and like that. And I was like technically the only black kid like in like Willow Grove, like a white suburban area. So it was like, oh, like these girls love me. So <laughs> I was like, oh, like, I'm, don't be I'm too modest. <laughs> All right, but th that sounds like it's going to touch up on the mental question, and we'll transition. But quickly, I'll go through what my qualifications in a mate are. Uh, as far as physically go, I, I, I seem to be attracted to not exactly stick figures, but pretty much in that ballpark. That just seems to be the way how things are. And I did like a lot of Europeans, and uh, let's say they don't eat like we Americans do. I'll uh, just leave it at that. But um, particularly when it comes to like, what, what what I'm referring to when I ask these questions about what you're like physically attracted to is mostly like phenotype. When it comes to like phenotype, it's just like Mediterranean brunette, tawny skin. Uh, like I said, fa fairly skinny, but you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hate a couple lumps every here and there. And it's really funny because my last girlfriend did not look like that at all. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. But if I had to think of like my prime beauty ideal, that would probably be that. I've dated a few people who look like that. And, and uh, physically wise, I was always content. And uh, yeah, that's all I'll say on that matter because um, now we're going to move on to the next question. What are you mentally attracted to? And I'll go first since I want to start this with a very funny story, or at least I hope it's funny. So um, and I didn't mention race before because, uh, you know, Mediterranean is like, can be considered multiracial and you know i've dated a lot of, i feel like i've dated some of the most attractive people that represent any given race um uh, there was this one woman from sadness Nicole, and i swear to god she worked at a burger king and i was like why aren't you like walking for victoria's secret you're like gorgeous in every fucking way like a complete nubian queen i don't know how else to describe her and then there was this other girl who's dominican like i am who's for all intents and purposes is white i don't even think, think she had a drop of african blood in her and what ruined both relationships was no matter how good looking they are no matter how thick they slim thick as sean says no matter how uh, voluptuous or anything they, they could be solid tens. The relationship was always ruined by how fucking stupid they were. And I absolutely love women that are smarter than me. Uh, I'm okay with women who are just about as smart as me. If they're even smarter than me, it's just like, I'll throw all that shit out the window. Holy shit, I love it. Because I have learned about myself, I cannot date stupid people. I'll share one story about the Dominican girl I dated. Uh, for all intents and purposes, a 9 out of 10. I would walk her down the block, and even the drug dealers would turn their heads like, I, it was an ego boost, Donnie. It was an ego boost. I don't know what to say, but but um, the problem was that, again, she was a fucking idiot, and I don't feel bad about saying that because I feel like if there were t if you could test it, she would score high on the idiot score. Uh, so I 
this is something I very rarely do. I don't really take girls to meet my friends or family. So when I do, it's like kind of like, oh yeah, I'm taking you seriously. But at that point, I was I just had like um rose rose lenses or whatever they're called. So I, I take her to meet my friend. It's my my one friend, his girlfriend, who's like half Japanese, half Puerto Rican, and then our Filipino friend. And like yeah, we're all hanging out and shit. And um, it's kind of it's kind of awkward because like uh, they just met each other, and she's obviously not going to start any like intellectual conversations. But um, she's there anyway, and she's looking at the both my uh, my friend's girlfriend and our Filipino friend. She's like, "Are you guys brother and sister? Because you look the same in the face." And like, take take note, she's just saying that because they both are of Asian descent from two vastly different cultures. But she'll say something that stupid out of that interaction, and particularly take notice to their face. Like she might as well have made fun of their eyes or something. So on that day, I learned I can't date a stupid bitch. Hey, okay, Sean, you're next. <laughs> Tell me, what are you mentally attracted to? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd say mentally I'm attracted to anybody who is like open-mindedness or can teach me something different. Like I like to have conversations with people. So one of the things that I like to do, I guess, when I'm getting to know people, I always say I'd rather be friends first than like go immediately in the mentality of like, let's go, like, you know, let's date. Cause I want to see where your mind is at. Cause it's basically like, you know, I want to see if you're open-minded, if we can talk about anything, like, you know, if there are certain topics that you don't like to talk about, I can like talk about anything under the sun. I'm very open-minded enough to like try to learn different things. I don't really shame anybody for how they think about something, what they do, but I kind of like what you said. Intelligence is kind of really important to me. It's just like, or at least the open-mindedness to be able to like back up what you're saying, to talk about what you want to say, to be open-minded, to have like interesting, different off-topic kind of conversations. Those weird conversations that will come up at like 2 a.m. where you're just like, hey, you ever think about like, you know, like not saying this would be something I'd fully entertain, but like, are you in a, like, do you think we're in a simulation and we can actually have like a actual conversation about it? Rather than it being like, hey, do you think we're in a simulation? It's just like, no, that's weird. And it's just like, it's just something interesting to talk about. Like, you know, let's talk about something that people wouldn't normally. I hate Liddell. (laughs) 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 Yes, I guess there were all weed conversations. (laughs) Liddell commented weed conversations as a sign of intelligence. Um, Feel free to dispute that, but I won't. But, like, yes, like, those kind of, like, off-topic conversations where you just talk about the weird things that you notice or, like, anything, like, under the sun. I like being able to, like, actually be our challenge through talking, like, you know, about different things that I may not be aware of or having debates about, like, things that we're aware of, like, actual, not, like, a full-on you're going to get mad at me debate, but, like, an actual why do you think that, why do you feel that, blah, 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 yada, yada kind of conversation. So I would say, like, intelligence and open-mindedness. Is what I'm attracted to mentally. Do you, uh, have you before, or maybe you can put yourself in these shoes? Have you ever felt like challenged by someone's intelligence, where they're like clearly smarter than you? Have you felt like they make you feel stupid, or do you, are you someone that just handles someone being intellectually superior better? It's like um, I would say I don't think I, I wouldn't say I've been in a situation where somebody's like I wouldn't say like smarter than me, but I've been in situations where somebody may know something more than I did and I'm like more on the oh okay you know that's interesting like the surprising because I'll be honest not saying my knowledge is like very superficial but I tend to know a lot about everything without really diving too deep if it's something that I'm interested in 
I'll probably do more research on it. So I'll get more of the know-how like or knowledge about it. But I pick up a lot of like random facts from either listening to people or like doing just random research. So if you can like, like, I think I'll say one story that is really starting to bother me. A lot of people in this day and age like to use that term, you know, oh, Google is a thing. I'm just like, well, yes, Google is a thing. I can easily go on Google and find the information that I'm possibly looking for. I'm asking you the question because I want to see if you can teach me more about it so we can get an actual conversation going. If you tell me Google is my friend, whatever, then immediately I'm going to be like, all right, dickhead. <laughs> it's just like, you know. You might be like, interested in the topic anymore. <laughs> like, like, if you like, like you know, it, it must suck. <laughs> like, so it's just like, all right, cool. Like, you know, that means you're more focused on like, just like, yeah, you can find all the information online. I'm just like, but I want you to teach me something. I'm actually looking for you to like teach me something that I may not know or so we can actually have a conversation. So I, I can know about it myself and I'm just gauging to see what you know about it. But the fact that you're like, Google is your friend tells me either you think you're high above that you don't want to have this conversation or you're low above where it's just like you don't really know yourself. So you can't have that conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I feel you. I remember like back in the day when like vegans were still relevant on social media, people would just ask questions about them. And they're like so used to being challenged on every single thing they do that every question is taken as like a threat or an attack of some kind. <laughs> and like what, one dude was like, hey, how do you compensate for like the lack of calcium you're getting because you're not, uh, you know, subsisting on milk like the rest of the population? And it, it was just out of curiosity because he was probably thinking like, okay, she's either taking a supplement or uh, she found a superfood that has enough calcium where she doesn't need to, you know, to, to take it. She doesn't need to have a lot of dairy. But in case um, she just went off on this dude and like spotlighted, pinned him, and was like, look at this dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, dude, you just, he might that might have been a future vegan if you answered right. But because you you're in this little bubble and don't want to take feedback of any kind you just ruin the opportunity to have like this spontaneous relationship with this stranger who's interested in the same things you are so yeah mm -hmm. i totally got that uh naja why don't you tell us what you're mentally attracted to yeah i'm have to agree with everything sean said because that's a hundred percent fact open-mindedness being open-minded is very important uh when it comes to attraction for me because it's like I want to see exactly like where your mind is at and um what is it that you can um mentally handle right now when it comes to being dealing with someone or like are you dating are you are you um you know just messing around um those come with time those are conversations that have to happen so just having that genuine connection, those regular conversations and just being open to them is just, I feel like it makes a situation, a relationship so much better. And, and it makes you so much more attractive because it's like, you're a, you're a person, you're a human being, you have a mindset, you have a thought process. And that 100% is what I'm attracted to first and foremost, like more over physical attraction. Um, if we can sit there and talk about anything under the sun, like, then, you know, we can, we can go for the long run then. And we can be like spontaneous. Like if I get to know you and I get to know the, the fun stuff you want to do and maybe fun, fun things you may have never done. And how are you supposed to know those things if you're not, you know, open-minded, having those conversations, um, 
I'm really big on interpersonal uh, relationships and interpersonal communication. So I really think deep on that. I'm a deep thinker and I feel like I need to meet someone that's either open to deep thinking or um, is also a deep thinker. So um, yeah, that's definitely what I'm going to do. So it seems like you're really on like mental maturity. Why would you say that is what would you ever entertain someone who has, is like, um, I'm going to say mentally a child, but has that kind of jovial kind yeah. of um, youthful energy about them and is interested in like, let's say kid stuff that you'd associate with. Like, would you date an anime nerd, for example? Yeah, like for sure, because um, I've definitely like dealt with someone who was like into anime and stuff like that. But I feel like when it comes to not having like open conversations, it becomes like a dead end, basically. So that's why I'm, that mental aspect, that openness is so important because then you're just going to be in a dead end. Even if your intentions is to date someone or marry someone or be in a serious relationship with someone, if you hit a dead end by not having conversations, then it's not going to go anywhere. So that mental is definitely important. But I don't mean like step away from your inner child because I definitely still hold on to my inner child like I think that's so important I'm so like goofy at times and everything so I think having an inner child is so important but it's okay if you're not like super, like a super deep thinker or like super intellectual but are you open to talk about the things of who you are because I'm interested in that so oh gotcha so someone who's like serious minded and knows what they want and not so you have to be serious minded. I'm coming off very serious right now, but you don't have to be serious minded at all. Like you can be very either or. I'd rather pick the person that's not so serious minded, but still is open to have those fun conversations, conversations about anything. Uh, that's yeah. funny because like I'm I'm attracted to women particularly who are like. Um... It, you know, they might have those, like, hobbies, like, I don't know, they co they collect shit or they're really into anime, for example. But, like, what what really, I suppose, arouses me is when, like, they're really about their shit and, like, pay their own bills. Like, damn, girl, you did oh, your yeah. tax. You did your taxes. Shit. Yeah. Take I my clothes off. Yeah. Fucking slap <laughs> me with your W-2s. I'm like, damn. Uh, tell me. Tell me more. Okay, Donnie. Now, t tell me why you, like, women with an IQ of zero and men with an oh, IQ of negative first three. First of all, <laughs> why did everybody else get the same question, but it's always a direct attack? Because I love you, you more, Dottie, because I love you more. And this is how I show affection. Um, I don't have a religion, but if I had to say I had one, um, it's the advancement of humanity, human sexuality, um, and art. Like Sean and um... <laughs> Liddell. Liddell says Donnie will use spicy shit again. But, and but I find it's that true. funny. It's, it's true. Like, it's, I need somebody who's not afraid to daydream. With Nadja said, I need somebody who still has their youth. But also, what Sean said, I need somebody that I'm able to have a deep conversation with. It's, I just need somebody with an artistic mind. And mm -hmm. that's what I value above anything, family, friends, relationships. It's, it's, I just need somebody who's not afraid to dream and dream big. And yeah, I mean, I guess you can say it's <laughs> Disney love, 
I think we already went over this. My warped reality on relationships and shit like that is based off 90s teen romance and stuff like that. But it's like... Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to dream big. That's all I really want into my... You know, it's funny because I thought you were going to touch on religion in the first part of that. It sounds like you're describing humanism, which is kind of like a philosophy. But um, no, it's funny because I I don't think I could ever really see. It would be really funny if I saw you with like this really orthodox Jewish woman or like this really orthodox Muslim person who like wears the dress and everything, does not go outside alone, things like that. Like your two energies are like completely different. And I kind of want to touch on that quickly before we move on. Like, uh, do do you guys think like, religion well actually no this will come on an emotional spiritual section so i'll I'll say i'll save it um but yeah no uh, just a preface is like yeah no i couldn't see donnie with someone really religious and if i did if it would feel like a sitcom because like personally i could i could like never like I, i could definitely date a religious person but i don't see how you can be religious in the abrahamic sense and not push that shit on your partner like uh you know that touches on a bigger pro um thing like Uh, a lot of problems I've had in my past relationships that we both have our interests and we both have things that we like that the other person might like. And, you know, that's okay. But when you enforce what you like on the other person or you disrespect what they like, that's like a big sign of like mental immaturity in my my, uh, idea. Like that's kind of why I touch upon like the childish versus maturity thing shit. Cause like, if I'm really passionate about something or really like doing something and like my partner knocks, knocks it every chance they get, it like puts it down. It's like this. This is not gonna work. Honestly, this this is just not gonna work. But um, let's uh, let's get into the next section. The last question is what are you spiritually attracted to? And uh, you know, um, I'm I'm glad Donnie brought up religion because I now want to like enhance this question because before this was just a question based on all that touchy feely horoscope bullshit we have every episode. But uh, this time around, it's like, what are you spiritually attracted to? Are you religious? Uh, do you care about religion? Could you date someone of a different faith? Could you, um, uh, are, are, do you not consider yourself religious? Do you find so, a, any notion of uh, religiosity to be like um, anti everything you love and believe in? So it's, it's, this question is a lot more fluid than the others. So I'll mm. start with Donnie, since uh, you, we, we, we both obviously have a lot of beef with you know Christian faith, and I want to see if it yeah. extends to like all of them. I I will start by saying this. I think, and this is just my viewpoint, I think all religions is just bullshit. Um, it's stories made up thousands and thousands of years ago of shit that can now be explained. Hail Hydra. No. <laughs> what the fuck? That can now be explained. Um, but I do respect everybody's belief and their culture and stuff like that. So if I was to date somebody who's spiritually Catholic or Christian or whatever, it has no effect on me. Like Kenny says, as long as you don't try to push your shit on mine, like I'm fine. Like it doesn't affect the relationship at all. Do you only date other Pisces? I'm asking this for Liddell. Oh, we know we talked about this shit already. Just so, guys, yeah. just watch the horoscope episode. I want to yeah. touch on this <laughs> fucking subject again. Oh god, they like gave two me two episodes ago. Yeah, they gave whatever <laughs> yeah, two yeah, episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. You can see me 
you can watch me get an aneurysm over horoscopes. <laughs> but um, in any case, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, re I really feel you. Like um, uh, up until now, and I don't want this to be an episode about religion now, but you're giving me ideas, Donnie. But um, like up to now, I define myself like a Kierkegaardian Muslim, and I don't know if I've explained that yet. But essentially, it's just understanding that life has no inherent meaning and using a previously established framework to get you through the rest of it. And I feel like it's almost a way to go because like I, I, I've never met Muslims that weren't in some way super cool, humble people for all of its issues, particularly when it comes to like criticism of it. So I always saw myself kind of settling down with maybe perhaps like an or like what I was making fun of Donnie in the scenario. I, I saw myself like maybe settling down with a, a orthodox one but like honestly i don't see that as being too realistic because like i clearly have this approach and this idea about you know faith and religion that they will that they will probably see as an affront right like how, how can you believe in god and believe that he's the only way to salvation and then marry someone that does not care or, or uh, think that way like that's going to be a huge contrast in some cases like you're gonna have to uh, justify it somehow and be like why, why yes i will have uh, children with someone who is uh, considered an infidel or a uh, non-chaste person in my religion regardless of whatever he he or she calls himself so i thought that uh, that was uh, pretty interesting because i still love hanging out with my muslim friends regardless of our completely different faiths but i just can't buy into that whole bullshit i guess so um sean I'll, you're next um you like yourself a good christian girl <laughs> so, I'd, okay, so i'd say with me like when it comes to spirituality on like my end i <clears throat> i guess this would tie into like the open-mindedness thing again it's like i'm very very i guess my one major thing is i always seek peace so it's like you know i do the meditations i look into like the other stuff like astrology crystals christian faith whatever because i want to say technically i grew up Technically, I grew up Christian. I didn't really practice it as much, but I want to say technically I grew up Christian. So I really don't have like a problem with like people in religions. The only thing is kind of like what y'all said. I don't like it if it's being pushed. Like it's just like, you know, like I can entertain, like, you know, I can entertain it. We can, like, you could show me certain practices that you do. I can show you certain practices that I do spiritually, as long as you're like seeking peace and like, you know, you just want like the goodness of, I guess, humanity at play i'd like be like all right cool we're cool but if you're one of those like not to like bash anybody in religion my real religion is very skewered because you got the kind of back and forth where it's like the people who are like you know one end it's just like you know god loves everybody and then you'll also get the same people maybe on that same spectrum will be like but god hates gays or this or this or this yeah. and you're just kind of like you yeah. just said the phrase god loves everybody that's contradicting yeah, what I you just said I, I, never, <laughs> I could never get how gay people can be or uh, anyone or any member of the lgbt community could like be serious about like christianity or islam or or judaism uh, in small doses because like if, if you read the scripture like leviticus 12 is just very like uh, what, what does it say like to stone them i don't know what, what exactly that they'll end up in the pits of some kind like you cannot like cherry pick your faith it's either you believe it all or you don't because if you're like oh you know i believe i will be saved by jesus christ because i'll just like repent at the last second and then like live my life as a gay man it's just like uh, i don't know uh, i don't I know mean, if that works any holy book it, it wasn't direct 
it isn't direct teachings of like the being that most people worship. So you're you're following the words of old men who like written these books like years ago. And I don't know. It's like if you if you need uh. somebody to if you need some spiritual being to teach you how to be a good person, I I just think I don't know. It, it's something wrong with that in my eyes. Oh uh, yeah. Before before I jump on that, Liddell says, "How do you know they were old?" And uh, uh, you know, it's actually kind of common because like um, in, in during the Bronze Age, when a lot of these um, he's like Liddell says Donnie wasn't in the tombs. How do you know? <laughs> but uh, no, in, in most societies that we're thinking of, where there was like advanced religious practices, it was the, the priests were oftentimes older men because only men were allowed to learn how to read and be educated. And even then, they were probably part of like the higher class of society, and they were probably. I don't know, the life expectancy of someone was probably like 30 to 50 in the Bronze Age, I'd say. So in terms of old age, like, yeah, they were probably like in their 30s or 40s when they're writing all these scriptures down or like the Dead Sea Scrolls or whatever you want to yeah, it, like it's Homer not and the other from God directly, I don't know why. Because <laughs> I've, I've seen how people act. I don't know why I should believe these guys from centuries ago like i i haven't talked to god directly so uh. it's like i that's the way i feel and i touched on that mm. a couple of uh times so it's like no if it's not from god directly i don't believe it but like um no we're gonna move on to nausea in a second but i just wanted to add that um back when i was becoming a yoga instructor uh for yoga to the people uh fuck those guys by the way they're the guy who founded them is a rapist i don't care about calling them out they were assholes throughout the entire period i have some stories i can share some other time um but in any case um I remember we were being taught yoga by the south american guy and everything was like very well Educate. I don't want to say he was educated well in Hinduism, but he was like educated in a lot of the yogic scriptures, which aren't always the same. Like he wasn't reading the Vedas, probably he was reading some other commentaries. I, I don't want to get too deep into it. And like there was this one woman in our class um, who was becoming a yoga instructor too, uh, really popular, pretty likable, nice gal for all intents and purposes. But uh, she was very openly, I believe, lesbian, uh, probably lesbian. I don't think she was bisexual. And she was like very desperately, like over and over, asking this guy, like, hey, uh, what do these people think about gays? And like, what do these people think about um, homosexuals? And like, as if this guy was actually educated in the greater faith when he just took a bunch of classes and probably read Ram Das a couple times. But um, he, uh, he didn't really give her a straight answer. And I've, because I'm a nerd who actually likes to read this shit. I was like, well, you know, in those days, they didn't really have much of a better opinion than you, you would assume Christianity. Like, there are, like, gays and homosexuals in a lot of these cultures, but it's not like, uh, there, there's not a culture that was like, this is the way to go. There, they, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that in Hinduism, it's not, maybe it's not looked down upon or, like, seen as disgusting, but it's definitely not, like, pushed. It's definitely not, um, it's definitely not, the norm quote unquote like 
at the end of the day, a man was supposed to be with a woman so that they could have family and continue their offspring in their perception. And I, I and uh, we'll move to Naj in a sec, but like, for example, Greeks were seen as like the guys who were like really open about homosexuality. Not really. That was just some fun you had before you actually settled down and had a partner. And like their idea of gay sex was completely different. But uh, let's not get into that. Naja, please tell us whether you're emotionally, spiritually, or religiously attracted to. Yes. So I'm definitely, okay. So when it comes to religion, um, so I was raised in Islam. So, you know, that's like, you live your life based off of the Quran. Like, that's your way of life. So a, a lot of that has been a part of my culture, like who I am, like how I carry myself and my morals that I have and values. So, but at the same time, that spiritual, that spiritual journey and your journey with your um, faith is uh, personal and it's sacred. Like how everyone feels about everything towards religion. Like you don't have to share that. But you do because it is nice to talk about, but that's sacred, that's personal. And I think it becomes dangerous allowing people like in on how you view um, your religion, especially when you do follow a religion. It becomes messy when you, when you share uh, uh, that with people. So you think about it, okay, with dating <laughs> and dealing with people eventually that conversation comes about i don't know like what you know when's the point where people want to talk about it but then that conversation comes up and being young right now talking about that and like i said last year i wasn't in a great place mentally so if you share that with someone they question you and they question your faith and that can be that can be come off you can be very you can be very offended by that because for me personally, um, as the, even though I'm not super religious and I'm more spiritual than anything, I'm more about being a good person and um, really having those like basic values as a person. You, I really believe in working on your inner self before you follow any faith, because you need to naturally go towards these, like everyone was saying about listening to someone that preaches the book, preaches the word, they can tell you anything, you can believe anything. So you have to take it upon yourself to go and pick up a Quran, pick up the Bible, pick up whatever book that follows the faith that you're interested in and read it. Don't go based off of what everyone else is telling you. Even the, even the person who's like the leader of a church or whatever it is, like go based off of your readings and what you feel from it and, and, connected to who you are as a person, but you have to find who you are as a person. So when you're dating someone, I want to make sure they're as open-minded as that. <laughs> so don't judge me if my faith isn't perfect. Let's have a conversation about it. Um, because people go through different stages in their life and they might not question their faith or the strength that you know God could give them, but that mental was something crazy. <laughs> like, so that mental can really take over and allow you to have thoughts that will, will take you away from what you believe. So that's what I mean. You have to work on who you are as a person before you reconnect fully with that faith because then you're just putting a Band-Aid on it. 
I'm reading my book. Oh, I'm going to, you know, do follow exactly what I got to do by the book and, you know, I'll be all right. Yeah, you probably be all right, but are you really paying attention to what's going on within? And what to a person regarding that is having those conversations, those real conversations. Where are you at realistically with your faith? And are you going to judge me if I say I'm this way rather than, you know, perfect? Where there is no perfect. So I can understand why, Donovan, how you feel about uh, following different religions because they build the picture of perfection that everyone's trying to live up to, not realizing that there is no perfection and that we're supposed to make mistakes and we're supposed to be as human as we are. And we're supposed to question everything to get answers. And those answers, if you believe in it, are in those books. But for me and my faith, there's only one book other faiths have multiple books. I don't know too much about them. My faith has one. So it it is built on peace. That's why um, you know, you feel that, you know, very peaceful when it comes to people in Islam and everything, because it is built on being peaceful and in living your life but living it for God and everything. Religion is something else. That's an emotional topic, but um I feel like as long as I can find somebody that's not judgmental, because there's only one person, I believe only one, not person, but only one, you know, the one that can be judgmental. So as long as I can find somebody that can, that's as humbled as that, then that's what I'm attracted to. (laughs) No, that's funny, because like with my experiences with Islam, it was like, uh, you know, you're in a mosque and there's that one guy who's always there making sure everyone's like right next to each other as they pray. You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? You know that there's always that guy. And like their argument is always, no, it is in, in their interpretation. Is like it is in our scripture that it says that, you know, it is uh, part of our duty to constantly correct our um, brother or sister so that they may follow the orthodox way. I don't, I'm not a scholar and I don't remember the script exactly. But like, could you deal with some uh, someone who, uh, I, I, I guess my question yeah, is like, um, yeah, yeah. Well, first, could you deal with someone who interprets their faith as that way? And um, how, do you believe that um, there are just multiple interpretations of one faith or that um, there is some truth that you're supposed to correct your um, brother or sister? Like, uh, what, what's your take on that topic? I know it's, it's a really uh, jumbled question, but like... Um, yeah, but like if if some people say the religion tells you to be that person that forces things or like tells you how to be, what's your take on it? Okay, so this is interesting because yes, um, growing up in Islam, you deal with a lot of judgment, a lot of you're supposed to do this and not that. And there's a way to go about it in a non-judgmental way. Um, I think it's good, like just regular, even just on anything teaching someone um the right way but teaching them as in don't slap their hand for doing wrong but teach them the way because if you know something better i want you to teach me better um but a lot of people do it in a very judgmental way in a very like you will be like you're sitting hardcore if you're not doing this right I don't like that energy and that's what made me step back from following how other people follow it and taking my journey as slow as I'm taking it back to my faith um is it other way to interpret the word um 
it's a lot it's many ways to interpret anything in life so yeah just based off of you know who you are because you are going to interpret to interpret it it's by like the mindset that you're at currently so if i'm not in a good mindset and i'm reading something i'm gonna interpret it in just like a negative way or like in a extremist way so when you hear about those extremists those people who tear and everything those are extremists they take things very literal and take it above and beyond and you definitely you got to be good and get it to take it the right way to interpret it in the right way and use it the right way but yeah some people are very judgmental and do a little bit too much in my opinion but Can you sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I, I just spit some hot fire too. I don't remember everything I said. Oh, um, no, 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 but like, no, that's been my experience a lot of the times too. Uh, the, uh, where it seems it's almost ingrained in some spiritual beliefs that you're supposed to be like correcting people all the goddamn time. It's just like, how can we actually coexist? Because I, one of our yes. interpretations are wrong and that could prove fatal for the other person's worldview. But uh, yeah. So, I, but I guess yeah, there there are just some couples who who can perhaps like find some form of middle ground, and you know that this is a discussion that's obviously not going to be settled on a podcast, particularly because we're at the end now. So before before we peace out, I would like everyone to just plug in wh where we can find you on social media, or simply say your name and what you're up to. So you can start with Sean, go to Donnie, and with Naja. Okay, guys, you can follow me on most social medias under the title of Black Dawn. You should also check out my website, Black Dawn Arts. I post all of my arts, photography, dance videos. Everything will mostly be there if you're looking for any of my artistic endeavors. All right, Donnie? Yeah, you can uh, follow me down below. I'm going to be getting into performance art uh, this fall, so be on the lookout for that. Ooh. Right, Naja. Um you, you uh Donnie said you were working on a YouTube channel. Feel free to plug that I in. I am and I actually will plug that in. Yeah. It's called a I'll actually plug in my YouTube because I am planning on uploading more. It's called a just space. So go ahead and subscribe if you like. Just going regular every day shit, you know. <laughs> the vibes. Nice. Well, my tag is, uh, you know, got to know our magic. I, I have no services to offer you. I'm just kind of living my life. If you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. There's really nothing more to it. But in any case, that's a wrap of our podcast. This was Tuck Talk. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week with a new guest star and a new topic. So bye, y'all. Thank you for having me. Okay.